0: This is the intro, this is the intro, this is the intro to the Poet and Billy, Podcast Extravaganza!
1: <phone rings>
0: Aliro Jenkins!
1: Wait, I'm not ready. Son of a
0: bitch. I'm kidding, now it's, it's fine. <laughs> Alright, let's do this. First things first, we got uh, questions from Dak. We're just gonna start off the show with questions. That's how the game's going today?
1: All right. All
0: right. First question from Dak. The next comic book movie coming out is Shazam. Thoughts okay. from the trailer, expectations, interests, or no? Do you not? Are you not interested in that? And is
1: uh, what's Quincy or Meredith's? Uh, it's on. fucking Meredith. She hasn't said anything the whole time I've been home, and now she's like, "Oh, oh you're doing a thing." Well, fuck it. Like she does this to, to Liz too. Like if Liz is like working from home uh, and she has like a a conference call, as soon as Liz is like on the phone, she'll like, go outside of the door and be like, "Ah, hey, remember me? I live here." I assume that's what she's saying. I don't actually know. I don't speak cat. Yeah. Anyway. The question: What do I think of Shazam? Or am I, am I excited about Shazam? Yeah, are you? Uh, yeah. I mean, it, I, I, I you wanna, would be. Well, it, it looks fun, and what I mean, what, what more could you ask for, honestly? And you know, I want—I go to the movies, if, or when I go to see a specific movie, it's because I'm looking for. <laughs> I guess I'm looking to feel whatever it is that the, the goal of that movie is. And the goal of that movie, based on everything I've seen, is like, this is just a fun, good time. Yeah, What's not to like about that? Now, if I go when it turns out to be, like, not fun at all and, like, a complete waste of time, then I'm like, okay, yeah, no, I, I wish I hadn't done that. But I have no reason to think that it'll be that. Uh,
0: personally, I'm not looking forward to this. Everything I've seen on it uh, just does not make me interested in seeing this movie at all.
1: Yeah, but you don't uh, like anything,
0: That being said, uh, given my take on Aquaman, pre-seeing the movie and post-seeing the movie,
1: I suspect this movie will be quite enjoyable. I know, but you're actually—that's the thing I've noticed with you, though, because it's like you're—I'm not going to say you're always wrong. But you're always wrong. No, I'm always wrong. I'm oh, always 100%. Right. You're, you constantly are like, oh, man, I just don't want to see this movie. It looks terrible. And guess what? Almost always it's great. Aquaman, awesome. Yeah, uh, man, Looper, man. awesome. Looper's Last Jedi, terrible. awesome. So terrible. Many awesome-
0: <laughs> oh, man. I mean, one of those is right. Two of those are absolutely incorrect. Uh, But no need to go there. Uh, Yeah, so, like, honestly, nothing I've seen from it has made me excited. Uh, But, like I said, I'm probably wrong.
1: (laughs) So I'll see it probably when it comes out on digital. Okay, so despite the fact that you've been proven wrong in the past, you're like, okay, no, I, I, I was wrong about this one movie. So I'm I'm I. There's a good chance I could be wrong about this one, but you're still not actually interested in going to see it. Yeah,
0: because again, it comes down to the fact that the the price to go see a movie today uh, is for me uh, a hurdle that I you know I will wait till till Shazam comes out on on Voodoo and then I'll pick it up that way. Because I just would rather wait and watch it at home than go to the theater and get a ticket and get snacks that are way too expensive.
1: I mean, I don't don't know if anyone's ever told you this, but, you know, when you go to the movies, you don't have to get a snack.
0: Hey, man, listen, listen listen to me, man. You go to your movie how you go to your movie. I go to my movie how I go to my movie. And for me, the price associated with going to the movie is not worth it for a movie such as Sh- uh, Shazam. For Avengers Endgame, I might go twice. Okay, so... Actually, I haven't seen a movie twice
1: in probably a decade in the theater. Well, oh, what was the last movie you saw twice?
0: Man, golly, I don't know. I'm trying to think that I see end- uh, uh, Infinity War twice. I don't... I think i did because i just saw it the once
1: yeah because you almost died before it came out. i yeah.
0: almost didn't survive thanos snap thanos snapped and i i it was questionable whether or not i made it i almost had a gray poster
1: do you believe those gray posters like all the ones that are gray do you think are like oh yeah no those are the people that are dead or do you think because some of them obviously we know because we saw them disappear but like sherry for example are we just assuming i, I I
0: believe the poster more than I would a trailer at this point.
1: But that's the thing. I don't trust anything because I don't trust Marvel. I trust Marvel to entertain me, I don't, but I don't trust them to tell me the truth.
0: I, I think it would be a weird thing to put, the put in a poster <laughs> where it seems like everything, everybody. We know a majority of the people on the gray posters are dead. We know everybody in the color posters are alive. So it'd be a weird thing to make her a a great outposter if, in fact, she wasn't alive. Because I honestly I think it le- it leads into the speculation that Okoye is the new Black Panther.
1: S- spoiler alert. Well uh, so a- why would, why do we need a new Black Panther?
0: Because Black Panther fucking died, bro.
1: He's coming back. let the no, no, He
0: ain't. We, look, we know there's a Black Panther 2. They don't know there's a Black Panther 2. Right?
1: But the amount of time, we don't know how much time is going. Also, how would she be Black Panther if she's there? Because don't you have to be? Uh, no, no, no. I don't want to get into that because I don't know that. Uh, I think she
0: can just challenge, Doc. You don't know her. She could have royal heritage. She might be the king's cousin. You don't know. So, next one. Similar thoughts on Spider-Man, Far From Home, based on what we've seen of Spidey, Nick Fury, Mysterio, those big water and sand monsters in the trailer. I am pumped. It's an MCU movie, so you know I'm pumped. Uh, Spider-Man's always been one of my favorite characters, and I love Tom Holland. The fact that Nick Fury's in it's even better. Uh, The trailers make it seem like Mysterio's a good guy. I don't know if that's just a, a fame. Or if it's more likely that Sony's like, "Hey, can we make Mysterio a good guy so that like we have more good guys or anti-heroes for our Spider Verse?" And they're just like, eh, "I guess if we could keep playing with Spider-Man, perfect." I, <laughs> so I don't know. I, we'll see if he ends up being an ultimate a bad guy, some sort of anti-hero, or just an outright not. superhero. I mean his
1: his, his thing is, is I mean he's he's he he's supposed to be like fooling people. I mean it's not I ha, I know some people are like, "Oh, he must maybe he's a hero." And and I guess there's like a small chance of that happening. But why? I
0: got you so you're just, "Oh, he's it's it's, it's just part of the story that he's making making people believe he's the hero." and it'll turn out he's actually the one who caused all this, or they're fake, or... I mean,
1: yeah, I just don't... And and maybe they will go for that. I don't know why they would, though, because I just don't see the point. But, uh, you know... I I, I just... I'm excited for that movie. I really enjoy Homecoming. Uh, I'm going to go see it, because unlike Poet, I do like to go to the movie theater. I'll go see that one in the movie theater, motherfucker. Because it's a Marvel movie. Yeah, because I'm excited to see that one in the theaters. Uh, really quick, uh, so if it's not a Marvel movie, will you go see it in the theater? I saw Whatever. Wonder, I saw Wonder Woman in the theaters. If I, it's not, if it's not a comic book related type movie, superhero related. Um, I'm trying to think. What was the last?
0: movie I went to in the theaters that was not superhero related. It may have probably been solo. It might have been solo. Does that count? I mean, it's not a superhero, but it's
1: definitely a genre. It's sort of a genre. Well, I mean, I'm not going to... Obviously, genre movies are, like, the thing I prefer to go to anyway, but... All right, so... But I'm saying... I
0: what? don't think... I can't remember... Let me feel like this. Wonder Woman is the last non-Disney property I've seen in a theater. How about that?
1: Okay. I, uh... you yeah, know, I worry about you is the thing. I'm okay with that. Just, just leave the house. You know what I mean? I do. I left the house today to
0: go to work, and then I came home and okay. sat in front of my computer waiting work for you. Work doesn't count. Oh, it doesn't.
1: I've tried that. <laughs> no, no. I went to work today. No, you have to leave the house.
0: Uh, but like <laughs> when you say leave the house, like what do you mean? Just like you just go outside and do
1: stuff. Yeah, and I mean I would say like, like do stand on your court. I mean I guess you couldn't do that. But that'd be I weird. can't
0: play Destiny Two from the the. Tennis courts in my neighborhood. Like, what are you talking about?
1: I mean, I'm just saying, I don't know. You have friends, right? Yeah, you and Brandon. And you have friends who you Cloud can and see and on a daily basis. And... Like, if you really wanted to see somebody, you totally could. Like, like see them with my eyes? Like be in the same room with them.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, I I guess I don't understand what you mean.
1: I mean, like somebody, like (laughs) if you wanted to go to the if you did want to go see uh, Endgame with someone to sit next to you, uh huh, you could make this happen. Yeah.
0: I mean, yeah, but why would I want to? I'd rather just go see Endgame myself and then go home and talk to about it with my friends from the internet.
1: Okay, but I'm not saying there's anything wrong with seeing a movie by yourself. That That's cool if you're into that kind of thing. I mean, like, that's an example of, like, socializing <laughs> and being out and doing things. Because it's important to get out and do stuff. If you're inside all the time, it's bad for I mean, I feel like
0: I'm just too old to go out and socialize.
1: I mean, why? Do you, what do you mean you're too old? How's I was up?
0: like, I'm just like, man, I'm too old to be going out socializing, man. The people I know
1: are who I know. Oh, That's it. No more new people. No, well, no, I'm not saying it has to be new people. But I mean, you can still make friends as you get, you know, older. There's nothing wrong with that either. But what I mean is, you know, just just being out and about, man, it's important. And I like being home. Yeah, man. But, I mean, I know I got to get out from time to time. Like, I make deals with myself where I'm like, all right, if I don't go anywhere today, I got to go do a thing – Maybe tomorrow? Usually tomorrow, but we're not going to.
0: What is the, what is the thing? Will you just, I, I'm going to go do a thing, and you just, what, do you just roll a D20 on to guess what the thing is? If that's what you got to do. I'm not doing that. That might help. It's not going to help. It might? Nah, because then I'm just going to be, I'm going to roll that D20 and be like, Yeah, I wish I was playing D&D. And then I'll be like, hey, Billy. Oh, uh, yeah, what's up? What are you doing, Billy? You'll be like, I'm out and about, and I'll be like, oh, sounds boring. I'll talk I'm about doing stuff. So. Hold on for one second, all right? All right, hold on. Sorry, I could hear my dryer. and I'm sure people in the episode will be able to hear it, too. Ah, Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola? Yeah, alright, so where were we? Uh, We were talking
1: about your sad life.
0: Alright, next question from Dak. Here we go. With the lead-up to Endgame, speculate what the lineup for the fifth Avengers movie could be down the line. Who will be around, who will be gone, who will be the core members? (coughs) So post-Endgame, six years from now, who knows how long it'll be, but let's see. Six years. Presumably, it's going to be Marvel, Black Panther, (laughs) Spider-Man. Um. Uh. Strange. And, uh. Did I say Spider Man?
1: Yes, you did. Like two Spider-Man, seconds. That's right. this is this is why you got to get out of that, Get out more, because Bat, Batman, the, Batman that's will highly
0: let Batman in the Avengers.
1: Batman's gonna be in there. That's yeah. cool. That's really nice.
0: Because at this point, Warner
1: Brothers will need a win. He's like, I ah, look, man. I'm really. I can't do this. This, this shit anymore. Ugh. What
0: What about you? Who do you think will be the lineup? I don't know. I, I,
1: agree. I, I, I agree. with exactly what you just said. Word. Woo-hoo. It just makes, uh, and uh, you know, and maybe if there's anybody else, uh, you could do. Uh, I mean, because we don't know
0: what the it, it was. It the elementals or no the Eternals? We don't know. Like, uh, like what yeah.
1: that's going to be about? I mean. You, Are, yeah, I wasn't even thinking about adding new people. I was thinking about, like, you know, because it's not necessarily a done deal that no oh, one... Oh, I'm sorry. I don't
0: mean to interrupt, but I felt I needed to interrupt because I made a bold proclamation early in this, on this, uh, in our podcast that Guardians of the Galaxy 3 would not be happening.
1: Yeah. And I remember thinking how ridiculous that was.
0: And Sans hiring James Gunn back. I did not think it would happen. And they've done that. And so uh, here we are. Do we think any of the Guardians will be on the next Avengers? Do we think it'll be as big of a thing? Or do we think it'll be more localized? Or do we think it'll be something like completely... Uh, like, left field, like, maybe, like, a Secret Wars, where it's, like, no, it's not even Earth-related. It's just the Avengers on some crazy shit.
1: You know, they could dial it back a bit. Because after this, you don't need, I mean, you don't need to do, like, oh, it's even bigger now, you know? I, I don't, I've never understood the point of that. I think that uh the story, you know, what's happening with the characters is the most important thing. I remember somebody, I can't remember who it was, uh, complaining about uh, the, the one of the things in The Dark Knight that they didn't like, which I know is already weird to say because that movie is awesome. But uh, one of the things they didn't like was they thought that the stakes weren't as high as it was in Batman Begins because in Batman Begins, that thing is going off, that you know, the machine and it's uh, it's uh, fuck. What do you call it? It's it's gonna kill like the whole town, basically. You know, like, yeah. That that doesn't happen. That kind that that sort of events doesn't happen. There's a lot of dangerous things that happen in the Dark Knight, but that doesn't happen. And so they they thought that it, you know the threat. They're like the threat wasn't bigger. It should always be bigger in the sequel. And I don't think that that's true. And I also don't think that that's fair because. Nor a good idea, because it just it would get ridiculous after all. Because where do you go after this? Like you can't just be like, oh, the Avengers has to be even bigger, you know, each time. It can't Uh, it, it it's eventually you're gonna hit that ceiling until it just becomes completely ridiculous. And nobody nobody needs that.
0: Nobody needs that.
1: Don't nobody have time for that.
0: Don't nobody have time for that. Real quick. Because you brought up the Dark Knight. Did you know that Michael Jai White's character didn't die? What? Did you ever question how he died in that scene? No, no. I personally have never understood it. However, I never gave it a second thought.
1: I just assumed, you know, throat slit. So, but what makes you say that he's alive? Like, where's the, where's this coming from?
0: Hundred percent, he's alive.
1: Hundred percent. Why?
0: Michael J- Jai White was uh, recently on Vlad TV, and he talked about a wide ranging of topics. But one of the things they talked about was uh, specifically that scene in the movie, and, and the, and Vlad was like, "Yo, man, I don't." I never understood how you died in that scene. Can you explain it? And he's like, he's like, why I didn't die. Okay. Basically what happened, he thinks is that after Heath Ledger's death, they, in the editing process, worked to preserve his performance and to, you know, articulate his performance in, in that movie. And so a lot of stuff got cut. Specifically, the fact that he was not dead and appeared later in the film with half a Joker face because Joker just cuts his mouth at that scene. Now, I don't know if they mean a half a Joker face, just a scar, or if they mean like he actually paints half his face. I suspect they probably cut some of that due to the Two Face look because you would then have two characters who kind of have a Two Face appearance to them. Wait, but,
1: hold on a second. My cats are being weird. What are you doing? Get me out of there! Ah, Jesus Christ! It's like they know when something's going on, and they're like, "Oh, hey, let's be loud as fuck. We're cute. They're not gonna stop us." Uh, please continue with your ridiculous uh, thing. It's not ridiculous. I, I mean, he, it is. He, it's I, I. And I only say
0: that because. He talks about, they, he, they, he shot scenes with half a Joker face. What do you mean? It's ridiculous.
1: Were, 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 the, he, were, there, were there scenes in the movie?
0: Oh, my God. I just said. No, I know. They, it's cut, cut, it's, they were it's, cut it's, it's, from it's the movie. It's a horrible
1: question. Were those scenes in the movie? No. Then he was dead. No,
0: I'm not saying, okay, I'm not saying he didn't die in the movie. What I'm saying is he wasn't supposed to die. He actually had other stuff that they shot, but instead they made it look like he died in that scene. Is that better? Are you happy? I still don't know if I believe it. What do you mean you don't
1: believe it? He's just going to lie? Yeah, why not? What, you just believe him because he said it? Right. I don't believe anybody about anything. I'm done with
0: this. We're done. Thank you. Good night. I'm Poet. <laughs> All right, number four on Dax's question, you jerk. Um, Name some of the movies that you've been surprised at how much you enjoyed them, not necessarily because you expected them to suck, because, but because you did not expect to enjoy them. Aquaman, for you. I, I would say th- my three are uh, The Man Who Killed Hitler and then The Bigfoot. It was just such a ridiculous title. I don't even know what I expected of the film, but I absolutely loved almost all of that movie. Um, and then Aquaman, you know, I did not have any interest in it. I fucking panned it, and I enjoyed every minute of that movie way more than I ever would have thought I would have enjoyed that movie. Um, and then the third one is a new one for me. It's The Return of the King. Like I said, I never previously, in all my watchings, I never really liked that movie. It was always like, by the time I got there, I was just like, get over this fucking journey to Mordor. But this last time, I
1: really, really enjoyed The Return of the King. Uh, hmm. Movie I didn't think I would enjoy, but then I did. Huh. You know, this is going to be, the. I would say Mad Max Fury Road. I only went to go see that movie because, like, some friends were going to go see it, and they're like, you want to go? I'm like, all right, you know, I'm not doing anything else. But I had no interest in it. I was like, I don't think this is going to be any good. I think that movie is amazing. It blew me away. I still love that movie. I, I, it's just, I, I, I can sit and watch it any time. It's one of those movies <laughs> for me. I like that movie. I
0: don't necessarily
1: know if it's a Mad Max movie. Um, yeah, I think we've talked about this before, isn't it? You think because Mad Max is not the the center of attention that you're like, it's not really Mad Max. No, no, but that's no, what I, all the Mad Max movies are. He's no, just kind of a side character. in them.
0: Yeah, no, that's not it. It definitely is a Furiosa movie. It's that... I did not understand Tom Hardy's take on Mad Max at all. How so? He he just mumbled a lot. Like he what he like. I feel like Mel Gibson's Mad, Back, Mad Max was much more not talkative, but at least like I felt like I could understand him and his motivations when he was doing stuff. And I feel like none of that resonated for me with Tom Hardy. And I, you know, me, I'm a big Tom Hardy fan. Uh, I've been a big fan of his since uh, Rock and Roller, which is one of my all time favorite movies. Um, but I, yeah, just some about his performance did not feel like Mad Max. And you know, I get, I get that Mad Max. I, I look, bro, I went to see. Uh, not the first one, but the second one. What is it, Road Warrior? I saw that one in theaters, and I saw Thunderdome in theaters. So like, I'm down with. Mad. No, I can't remember. How- it was the first one was Road Warrior, the second one was Mad Max, and then it was Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome.
1: I saw Mad, no, Mad, I mean, Mad Max. Mad Max is the first one. Road Warrior is the second one.
0: Are you know. sure? 100%. Yeah, well, I saw the second and the third one in the theaters. Whatever their fucking names were. Um, and so yeah, just something about his performance, I was just like, who is this guy?
1: See, I saw the movie before, like I'd seen like bits and pieces of the other movies, mm-hmm. uh, but never like sat into, through like the whole all, any a whole one. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have that that feeling of like this isn't like Mad Max because I didn't know what that character was like. Um, and having seen it, you know. I didn't really think it was all that different. And even if it was, yeah, the movie really stands on its own anyway. You can watch it. And,
0: and honestly, I would, I could, I mean, like I like Mad Max, the character. Um, you know, uh, I would like to see more of his adventures in a more coherent package than is currently being presented. Uh, but honestly, I'd rather just see much more of that that world in general i'd like to understand more about that world in general and just like like is this like you know all of it like all of humanity like where what are other parts of humanity like like what led to this like you know i don't know i i i I like the idea of their universe i like the post-apocalyptic type universes Um, because it just allows my imagination to stretch.
1: Yeah, I I like them too. I think that that, you can't really have a a Mad Max movie, though, without Mad Max uh, that is in that universe. You know what I mean? Only because, I don't know, it would be like, It would be like making a Spider-Man movie and being like, "Yeah, this takes place in Spider-Man's world." Oh, so Spider-Man's in it? No.
0: Oh, but, so like Venom?
1: But, well, even that though, Venom is at least a character within. It would be like, "Oh, we're gonna make a spin-off, a Furiosa movie." But if you just had like that world, it doesn't. That doesn't really make. You know, that world part of what it, the reason that it exists is because of the character of Max. You know
0: yeah man if you say so somebody's only seen one of them fully all
1: the way through no I've I've seen uh, actually I haven't seen Beyond Thunderdome Um, I'm trying to think Uh, I don't think I've actually seen all of Mad Max either Hmm. definitely watch Road Warrior it's okay
0: Mm Hmm. Um. uh, What's his next question here? Next, next, and last question is a very important one. Most importantly, Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter have announced Bill and Ted Three is actually finally happening. Are you interested? Does the lack of George Carlin cause issues? What could this film be about? about given that they've already done time travel and heaven and hell, how do you build on that? I am excited. Uh yeah. I like uh the first one. The second one I could uh oh. I wasn't really the biggest fan of. Uh, really? Probably. Yeah. Uh but I I absolutely love the first one. Um, uh, I mean, it's not like like there's not a lot you could do with the fact that George Carlin's passed away. Um I wished he was alive and here and able to do that part, but you know, what are you gonna do? Not can't do a whole lot about that. Uh uh I I don't know uh what the movie will be about. I mean I know I know the devil is in it. The guy who played the devil
1: is in it. It's um, death, it's not the devil. Death,
0: yeah. I mean, yeah, sorry. Death, yeah. death. Sorry.
1: I'm sorry i told you this to is got in the <laughs> podcast now
0: we're not doing this i'm poet oh uh yeah death death is in it uh so i mean i remember at one point they said it was something like bill and ted face the music cuz apparently now they're adults and families and kids and they haven't lived up to the becoming the rock band that they're supposed to be so presumably it's about them becoming the band that they're supposed to be in the future. It would be my guess.
1: I'm just really excited to see Keanu Reeves be be that again. Like that's because he hasn't been in so long. Like it it is. How do you go from John Wick to Bill and Ted? It's it, it's just so funny to me, and in a good way. I want—I'm I, really looking forward to seeing how it goes. Yeah. Uh. Um. Uh,
0: speaking of Keanu Reeves, have you seen the new John Wick trailer? Uh, yes, I have. What do you think? What's your take on
1: the Wick franchise? Uh, I love the Wick franchise. Also, calling it the Wick franchise is really fun. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm really excited about it. It looks like it's going to be a good time. Uh, I that is actually one of those movies where I you know I, going back to the 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 threat has to be bigger every time. After this one, I really hope they're not like, "Oh, John Wick in space," you know. (laughs) know. You could end it after three because that's kind of like the go-to number. But I, uh, I don't know. I, I I think the way that the I was thinking about it, the way that they have these called chapters, I'm like, they could keep this going as a franchise. You don't have to stop at three, and they seem to do really well. Uh, I don't act like I'm above John Wick in space, mind you. I will go see that movie, but
0: I don't know if I, I won't be happy about it. <laughs> um, I like the John Wick franchise. I, too, uh, like this trailer. Um, I have a friend at work who's just like, it's just ridiculous. He's just going to fight more guys. He fought more guys in the last movie. I was like, you think that's ridiculous? I was like, wait till chapter four when he fights even more guys. But I mean, so I think there's already a little bit of, of franchise fatigue. Like the one dude was like, "Word, he's on a horse." I was just like, okay, "Oh, wait, wait. yeah, yeah that, that is kind of weird." I was like, what, is he on a horse?" But, it's New York man, they got horse police there. No, it's
1: cool though. Get on a horse, do your thing. You know, if you like being on horses, you get on horses. You're John Wick, goddammit. it. Uh, if you want to go into space, you're going to space. I. Who's gonna tell him no? Everyone who has crossed him so far has died. Yeah. So at this point, just, just let him do what he wants. Yeah. I always wonder about that with some of these, uh, some of these movies where it's like there's the ultimate badass who just keeps uh, destroying countless people, but then this no name like character throughout the movie. <laughs> they just keep like, maybe I'll be the one. Right.
0: No. I got him.
1: <laughs> Now, these granted, other guys were losers. I, I'm thinking of it in real world terms or as much as in real world terms as you could. <laughs> so it makes to think if it was the real world, eventually one guy would have to be taken down by like an army of other guys. But if that guy had taken out like 200 people and I was like 201, I would just think, you know, I'm good. I, I think I don't think I'm going to I'm not really any better than those other guys. So I'm just gonna we're gonna call it here. Like and here's the other thing
0: like that you have to consider too. Like not only did you see all these other dudes just get took out and you think that you, oh I got this. But like like this dude is this dude's nickname is the boogeyman and not like the boogeyman for people who are god fearing, you know, people. No, like this is the boogeyman for bad guys. Like, if bad guys to the boogeyman, bro, you ain't gonna do nothing to him. You better sit this one out.
1: I just, you know, it, it, it's, er, er, there's, a, there's a scene, I can't remember which cartoon it was, it might have been Justice League, where Batman is, he's like, casing a place, or he's like, well, he's looking for clues or something, and there are henchmen in the building, and one walks in the room, Batman looks at him, they make eye contact and you hear another henchman go, see anything in there? And he just stands there for a second and then goes, Nope. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, why doesn't that happen more often? Like that, that makes sense.
0: (laughs) No, I don't see nothing. I think I'm gonna go for some cigarettes. I'll be right back. (laughs) Oh man, that's funny. My favorite thing still from the Batman, uh, justice league superman animated era is when uh brainiac took control of bruce wayne and had him build some kind of spaceship in the middle of nowhere and robin went to superman to help find bruce find him because they were like where the fuck is he we need some help and so superman disguises himself as batman to like oh yeah shake down those criminals and Bane kicks his ass and drops that, like, uh, stone head on him. And everybody's like, holy shit, Bane just killed Batman. And then you just see Batman pick it up and throw it. And everybody's like, oh, what the fuck? I just love the concept of Batman's, like, like, antagonistic, uh, uh, attitude towards Superman. But the fact that Superman increased his, uh, his like mythology by like walking off that that stone hen that Bane just dropped on him. I would love to see something like that play out in the movies.
1: How do you do that in the movies though? Because that works in the cartoon because like oh this is a throwaway episode.
0: I mean you I mean you could it would have to be something throwaway like the big like where it's at the beginning where you see Batman and you're just like what. He looks a little bit different, and then you see it's revealed that it's not Batman. Okay, yeah, you could
1: do something like that, yeah. And then you, and then
0: you, and then you see, and then later you see Bruce, Bruce being like, "Thanks for doing that, Clark." You're like, like News at Eleven, Bruce Wayne is Batman. News at Eleven, correction.
1: You Bruce could Wayne do it. You not Batman. could do it as a thing where like the suspicion on Bruce Wayne being Batman is out there. And so to throw them off, Superman is Batman is yeah. dressed as Batman, and Bruce He's Wayne's just, right there. So it's like, oh, they can't be the same person. See, they're right next to each other. Like Mystery there's this song.
0: there's this whole wild press uh, lead up to the movie. Like, oh yeah, Superman makes a cameo, and he just he just cameos as Batman, and they just they just cut away. Like you just see. You just see Bruce and Batman in an alley, and Bruce is like, thanks, Clark. And then he just flies away, and he never is Superman. It's just him as the Batman. That would be the best. So what else has been going on, Bill? You been playing anything? It sounds like you're playing a game right now.
1: Oh, yeah, just to pass the time. I'm fucking around on Resident Evil 2. Mr. X just punched me. He oh, fuck, he's fast. You. What? I didn't know he could get that fast. I mean, I guess I did, but it's been almost since I've played it. Um, uh, yeah, I actually I played Resident Evil 7 since I enjoyed 2 so much. I found Resident Evil 7 for like 15 huh. I was like, yeah, I'll play this for a little while. This will be fun. Uh, a, a little while turned out to be like less than a week because I played it so much, and then I beat it, and that was fun. Well, uh, I... It's really I... fucking terrifying. Like, you, yeah. like, I would say anybody, or not anybody, anybody as a fan of video games should play Resident Evil 2 because it's yeah. that good. There are some scary things in it. it. It can be scary at times. However, I would not say the same thing for 7. 7 is fucking so scary. It was, I, it's intense. It's, it's, it's an intense game. Um... And if you like that kind of thing and you haven't played it, you definitely need to because it's it's really good.
0: Yeah, I'm a pass on those two games. Yeah, you don't like scary
1: games, do you? It's
0: not like scary games. It's just like, it doesn't, those games don't interest me.
1: Yeah, that's right. I forgot. You just don't do things. Yeah. Oh my god, this guy. Well, I do do things. I do. Oh, this guy whose opinion matters to me. Just told me that this game is amazing and I should play it. I guess wow. I won't. Yeah. Yep. You're welcome. That's dumb. Like, you don't see how insane that is? This same friend
0: also suggests that I go out and do stuff. Yeah. Weirdo. Speaking of, speaking of going out and doing stuff, I didn't go out at all and didn't do anything except I... Decided I wanted to play destiny 1 again, and that snowballed into me purchasing all the DLC for destiny 1 I didn't have and then buying destiny 2 and all the DLC available And so over the weekend I played all of destiny 1 from beginning mostly to end i got to the very end of the dlc there's a couple post-game missions that i could do and some strikes and i didn't do any of the raids uh on the i've i've only ever done two of the raids but i didn't do obviously i didn't do any raids this time because i don't know anybody playing d destiny one let alone five people that'll carry my lame duck ass through three raids um And then uh, immediately went into Destiny 2 and have been uh, playing the crap out of Destiny 2. In fact, uh, another game I've been waiting for about two months came out on Tuesday. I played about five minutes of it and went right back to Destiny. And uh, to be honest, that game I think is going to be a little bit more involved than I was expecting. And so I'll need to give it more attention than I'm currently able to give it.
1: And so, yeah, I'm. I, I, Doesn't that, isn't, that, isn't that like a weird, bittersweet situation where, like, oh, cool, this game's going to take a lot. But also, that's not what I was looking for right now.
0: Yeah, it was. Because I was. So, I mean, I've been so pumped for this game outward. Um, and then, like, I loaded into it and I started it and I was just like, oh, no. This is not what I want right now. I, I just want to shoot aliens in their fucking face. And so I went back to shooting aliens in their fucking face. I love it. Destiny though is like uh Bungie is is like one of the best at at like just the mechanics of gunplay, like how guns like feel in the game, how they sound. Um they I just like enjoy the shit out of bungee shooters. The story in the first Destiny is is so bad. The story in de I can only describe the story of Destiny 1 as the equivalent, and I don't know if you'll understand this, but it's the equivalent to the um guidebook for Final Fantasy VII. I don't know if you know about this guidebook. It is uh i think it's widely considered the worst guidebook ever created for the game a game because in the guidebook every time you get like a section that would be a guide for something you'd be like oh check this out it would be like it would basically give you what's the description that's already kind of you get in game and then it would be please log on to final fantasy 7 and, and go here to to know more about this, so it was just a guidebook filled with links that you would have to type in yourself to get the, the information you needed. That's essentially the story of Destiny 1. You get all of this lore that you then have to go to Bungie.net to even begin to get the history of this game and There's so much about this game that I like and it's just I Don't think they know what they're doing story-wise like it's like they have these concepts And they're they're trying to meld them together Well, I'll say the storytelling definitely got better with each DLC in the first game the second game Leaves and Bounds better. They have fully uh, realized cinematics between each story parts. Um, Much more fleshed out characters than they had in the first one. Some a little on the hokey side. Um, But ultimately, I just really enjoyed that Destiny 2 storyline so much that... I've just gotten back right back into it. I mean, the moment we're done here, I'm gonna go get on that motherfucker and shoot aliens in the
1: faces. Okay. Um so you You you're but you but you're playing the first destiny again.
0: I've already played it, beat it, with the exception of a handful of strikes and like some post post game story like if you were to complete the storyline, they'd be like, Alright, we'll keep doing this to like give you more some post-game content to kind of like give you stuff to do now that you've beaten the story.
1: Okay. Um, But we've already established on what you said earlier that that it's a dumb story, like that you don't like it. No, it's not that it's a dumb
0: story I don't like. It's that
1: it's incoherent
0: at times, and I don't always think they know what it is they're doing with the story, especially like in the first one. Um, in the set, well, like so, like weirdly. All right, so in the first one, there are two pieces of DLC. Um, that the second one treats as if no your player didn't play them. Like your character is the same character from the first game, but it presumes your character only played the first game and didn't do any of the DLC storylines. Which I think is a weird thing. Because there's two events that happen, two things that kind of happen in the DLC of D1. That when you come across them in D2, your characters act as if this is the first time they've encountered this. And it's explained to you what is going on. And I thought that was a really like weird thing to do. And then like they got all this like stuff that just doesn't always make sense. Because I don't think they fully like I don't know how to explain it. Like like yeah, I just don't know how to explain it.
1: Well, you know, it's just what I'm getting at is it, you'll play this game again. But when I say you should play a game,
0: well, that's because I can look at that game and know, oh no, I won't like that. i will be bored out of my mind, playing
1: that. but you don't, but you can't do that. You no, even,
0: uh, no. Oh, let, 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 let me it. tell you this. I don't need to. I don't need to eat a whole bunch of uh, onions to be like, no, nah, I don't like those. You know what I mean? I can look at. I played Resident Evil. I played Resident Evil two back when it came out. No, I'm good. It's not the same
1: game. It's a very different game.
0: No, I'm good. It's the same game. I'm good. It's, that is not
1: the same thing because we've already talked about the fact that you were like, oh, I want to see Aquaman. Oh, I loved Aquaman. Yeah. I, but I can tell you,
0: I, I, I'm I not going to like Resident Evil. I'm not going to play it. I'm not going to enjoy it. But you know what? Bring your fucking Xbox out here when you come out here next time, and I'll play it then. How about those apples?
1: Okay. I mean, I'll do that, but I have it on the PlayStation, so it would be really awkward when I realize that we won't oh, be yeah. able to.
0: Yeah, because I sold my PlayStation. Bye. I know. Ridiculous.
1: Oh, I read a book. What book? Uh, I read uh, My Best Friend's Exorcism. And? It's like a horror story, and it takes place in the eighties. And it's exactly what it sounds like. It's about a girl. She gets possessed, and her best friend. The uh, best friend is, is gonna gonna get that demon out. And it's. Why it's, did you make that sound sexual? I didn't. Yeah, you did. I think you. I mean, you heard that. However, you wanted to hear it.
0: You said it sexually. Go to get that demon out.
1: There's nothing sexual about it. I mean, they're good friends, and that's mm-hmm. it. I mean, I don't know. Don't take it that way. It weird. 100% the way you said it. Uh, but no, it's a, it a really good book. I was surprised, actually, with how much I enjoyed it. You would think, because it looks silly. It's got like a, a retro, like VHS-type uh, cover to it. But it's actually... It's actually... Really fucking good. It was really a really well told story. They really go into in depth about uh, uh, the friendship between these two girls. So you actually kind of give a damn about saving her, you know. I know you don't read, so. Oh my god, I don't read. Fuck you, I don't read. I haven't read in a while. What was the last book you read?
0: It's uh, probably one of the um, Harry Bosch. Novels there's one out now I haven't read that I want to get. I just, I've been slap, slap it, slacking on it.
1: There's a oh man, I, there was some special with uh, John Waters I saw once, and he was talking about uh, having higher standards uh, when dating people. He was like, for example, if you go to somebody's apartment and they don't have books, don't fuck them.
0: Bitch, I have books in my apartment. You stay in the room where my books are kept.
1: I know. I like to to glance through them sometimes. And and they tell me, like, Billy, no one's read me. Don't be fooled. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's like when my cat yells at me at night and is like, I'm hungry. I haven't been fed. But I know it fucking has. Meredith gets fed every goddamn night. She's not going to fool me. So, wait.
0: The books are telling you I haven't been read, but you know they've been read, is what you're saying by that analogy.
1: Wait, is that what that analogy meant? <laughs> I feel like that. Uh, maybe is it is. What that analogy, man? Look, uh, uh, look, it's been a long day. I was at work. I'm trying. I mean, I got to move. I'm in the middle of trying to get fucking a bachelor's degree. I'm almost there. How
0: much more you got, man? What do you What are you getting a bachelor's degree in?
1: English, so you know I'll get a good job.
0: Oh my god, English! Do you speak it, motherfucker? Uh,
1: it's uh, professional writing. Actually, is my concentration.
0: There Ain't nothing professional about you, Billy. But uh, my degree will be. That's not true. I've seen. I've, I actually know you can be professional because I've seen you be a customer in a store where you grabbed something and then fronted the store.
1: I mean, I. I've, I don't remember that, but I believe that
0: it happened. I 100% watched it happen. And I fucking cracked up. I was like, look at this motherfucker.
1: What? Why is that funny? What? I'm just trying to be helpful. I've seen people go into the stores and they just push shit around. They're like, whatever. 100% when I go to a restaurant, I always stack my plates and
0: cutlery up. Just like so yeah, scoop it. it up in, in one swoop. Just like, hey, you go, but Get at it. I it's let Liz because I'm
1: not good at it. I feel like because I want to do it to be helpful, but I, every time I try and do stuff like that, Liz is like, "Just you're not. That's not going to help." And so she does it. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's pretty obvious how it should go. You know, it's obvious when you've done it. But you know, I, I also I tend to screw up really basic things a lot. Shocking. Uh, I think that's why I try to make myself seem like I'm so much better than you when we do these shows because it's <laughs> because I have my own issues that I'm working through. Uh, I don't
0: think anybody out there thinks that either of us is better than the other person. <laughs> People listening right now, they're like,
1: "Dude, oh, you're you're pretty even."
0: Think, yeah, it's this is, this is a neck and neck tie. It's for a, yeah, it's neck race. and neck.
1: I mean I, can't, I mean, I don't know if there's a finish to this race, but if, <laughs> if there were,
0: it'd be a photo finish. Oh man. Um. Oh, Bumblebee. Did you watch
1: it? I watched it. I liked it way more than I thought I was gonna like it. I um, have heard good things about it. I am going to watch it. I haven't gotten around to it yet. Uh, uh, just haven't had hadn't had a chance, honestly. No, I uh, know you've got a lot going
0: on, end or uh, finals and moving and shit like this. Still um, haven't seen
1: us. I really want to go. Me and Liz are gonna go see us at some point. Um, you have to tell me what you think. The homeboy at work saw it. He did not like it. And he really, really? Liked, I've and heard he of nothing. Really I mean, all of, my, all of my sources, as if I'm like a professional journalist or something. Uh, all the trusted sources that I know, uh, I've heard nothing but good things. So, but I'm trying to avoid hearing too much because apparently, you know, yeah, there's you don't want to know everything going in. It's one of those kind of movies. So,
0: do you know about the re- the specific reference at the beginning? No, I, I don't know anything. So, you know when the film takes place?
1: No. I, are you just spoiling something for me right now? Because I have no I, know, I just I assumed it was a, a modern day movie. Spoiler alert.
0: It's a period piece.
1: Okay. What does it take place?
0: Well, it's. I'll tell you when it takes place by its reference. Uh, There's a scene in the movie at the beginning where they reference a movie that's being shot. On the pier, that movie they're referencing is The Lost Boys. That's cool. Yeah. Um. Uh. Back to Bumblebee. I like I said. I really enjoyed it. Uh. I and I I I I've never had too much of a problem with the um, Transformers uh universe. Per se, I mean I get that people don't like Michael Bay, um, or whatever, and and have had problems with his take on the Transformers. I mean, they weren't my favorite takes on the Transformers, but I wasn't I wasn't a you know, like it wasn't the be all end all for me. Um I really have always liked the very first Transformers and each one to a lesser degree. I never saw the last one, the the night one, the first night or whatever. Oh, uh, yeah. Didn't get around to seeing that. Um. Uh, but I just enjoyed Bumblebee so much. I, I rewatched the first Transformers and immediately I was like, oh, did not like it as much as I, had. the nostalgia of what I liked about that movie was gone. All of it ruined by Bumblebee because of how good the Transformers looked in Bumblebee. I was just like, they look so bad.
1: That's funny because I feel like the nostalgia for liking that first movie is having seen some of the ones after where you're like, ah, let's watch the first one again that's passable. Yeah. Yeah. It just. I thought that one we saw when I came to visit the, that first time. I, I thought it was never gonna fucking end. Dude, I was the only one who did not realize how
0: long that movie was. I like I loved how everybody complained about how long I don't, it was, and everybody's really going. The kind of person to care
1: about that, unless like I'm specifically not in the mood. But if I'm going to a movie theater and I find out a movie is particularly long, I'm like, well, okay, as long as it's paced well, that doesn't really matter. Uh. But it wasn't paced well. Was that the <laughs> Chicago one or the
0: dinosaurs one?
1: That's the dinosaurs one.
0: Yeah, man. That, I never um, saw the
1: Chicago one.
0: I think that dinosaur one killed me. Um, the Chicago one, uh, it was uh, it was better. Like, so I liked the second one because I saw it at the same theater we went to, which is a true IMAX, which means it's the seven stories, not the watered down five-story version. Um, and in that second one, they specifically have that fight where the Transformers are on a 1-1 one, one scale with the humans. You know what I mean?
1: So you see them at the...
0: At you you see them how... at the exact height that they would be in real life. And it was fucking amazing. Um, but, you know, you ain't got an IMAX television at home, so when you're watching it at home, you're like... Did he really just say he's under the fucking Transformers scrotum? Oh, my God. It's just like... And then the third one... The third one makes no sense because... Clearly, that was when Megan Fox and Michael Bay had their falling out. Probably over his misogynistic treatment of her. Um, I'm guessing. Uh, But... uh, The love interest in that movie makes no sense... And it was really like it was just like the Transformers were just so like they were like almost nanobyte transformers and you're just like, Where we're we going like nanobyte transformers now? It's just like I don't know.
1: See, I don't know what happened in the third one. I just they attacked so, Chicago. Chicago. Well that I, I do, I just, since doors. I didn't see it. But I thought it was weird watching the fourth one uh where it was like, I was, so were we just not going to talk about what happened to, to Shia? Are we just going to... No, I mean, he retired, man. They retired after
0: that Chicago thing. They were like, oh, we're good. We saved the world. And then I like, I oh, do no.
1: That's just so weird to be like, you know, you had your, your primary character that you followed throughout this series and it, and no mention of him. He's just, oh. he's up doing his own thing. Yeah, man. he and Optimus had a falling
0: out no nah, man how many times do you, can you save the galaxy and the universe and earth man come on man let somebody else do that lost my girlfriend I had to start dating this other chick I don't even know who she is <laughs> you just, know
1: what I'm saying <laughs> he just had to start dating her yeah he had to it was in the script it's like you when I set up a date on OkCupid and yeah. like oh you gotta date this girl I'm sorry yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that's how it's going to go. She just shows up at your place, like, hey, I'm here to watch Bumblebee. Here's what's going to happen. You,
0: Liz, is, Liz is fucking slow playing me right now because she, she's telling me you guys are thinking about coming out. And what's going to happen is she's like, hey, man, I need you to pick us up at this time. And I'm going to get there, and there's going to be somebody else. And we're like, hey, we're going to go see this movie. I'll be like, what? And they're like, oh, yeah, they set us up on a date. I'll be like, what?
1: We're married now. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny is I would never think of that, but because you've been talking to Liz, that does sound like like a, a brilliant idea for her, where she would be like, "Yep, oh, we're gonna we're gonna find love for him." Oh man! But no, that's not that's not that deep. She really is. Uh, we're really just trying to figure out a time to come out there. Word, man. Um,
0: what else? What else? Uh, I mean, I, I feel like I got nothing.
1: Um, yeah. What else is going on? Anything? What's happening? What's the? What is the world, man?
0: What is the? I don't know, man. Obviously, it's, uh, it's a, a, ball, a ball, a, a dusty rock ball and circling a, a hot ball of gas for, a
1: what? dusty rock ball. I don't know, man. Like, is it dusty? <laughs> can't use words good. Do other planets look at Earth and are like, you dusty.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man. You got me there.
1: I don't think so. I mean, they would look at Mars
0: and be like, you dusty.
1: Yeah, no. Mars is the one saying it, and Earth is like, oh, come on. You? You're saying that? Mercury looking at Venus like, you hot in here. Oh man, we might have just come up with the fantastic sitcom.
0: <laughs> Where the characters are the planets.
1: Yeah, and then at the yeah. end of the first season, Pluto is like taken off the show, but then he comes back in the third season. Oh, really? like, Biden.
0: Oh man, speaking of which, they think they're about to announce that they that uh, other planet, planet Planet Ten or whatever. I don't know what number it is.
1: Uh, okay.
0: They think what? there's a super planet that's been out there that is just now getting into a spot where we're going to be able to observe it.
1: How fucking nuts will it be if, like, it comes in and there's, like, a society there and they see, like, people off doing their thing and just hey,
0: being... Hey, there, you, you, you think you got jokes, man. There's real people that believe that uh, Earth was seeded by, by a, uh, an alien
1: race from that far-off planet. Well, i I don't mean like they're literally people like us. You know, I'm not saying human beings necessarily, but I'm, if that, even that is a possibility in this scenario that I'm coming up with, anyway, I'm just say like, how fucking crazy would that be? I just think that would be insane. Where like one minute it's like, oh, you know, the science fiction world is—it's fun to like to, to think about these things and what's out there, and then you're watching the news the next day and it's like. No, this is this is it. here's video and picture evidence that there's a there's intelligent life on this planet and we can see it and it's scary because they can see us too. We don't know if they know, but we know.
0: Speaking of, in my Stellaris video game, uh, if you play under certain conditions, um, you can find Earth, and in one of my play, play- playthroughs, I found Earth and Earth had been destroyed. Um, in some sort of nuclear catastrophe and the only uh, thing left living on earth was a pre-sentient cockroach species so i elevated them to sentient to to, from pre-sentient all the way to a space-faring race and they were uh, members of my uh, peaceful galactic society were they referred to as earthlings? No, they were called cockroaches. Like when you went to their planet and you clicked on it and you clicked on the species, and it said cockroach. And they look like giant little cockroaches, man. So I have some cockroach homies rolling in the house, poet. My, uh, my space empire. <laughs> my space empire of half elves. <laughs>
1: Oh man. Your Space Empire where you're like, I'm poet and they're like, You gotta have a last name. How about solo? And you're like what? What? Why? And you're by yourself. But we didn't need you didn't have I feel like that you're making a reference to something. (laughs) I mean technically Poet is my last name, but also it's just become my name like Madonna. Yeah, have you ever thought about legally change? Well, oh, no, you have actually. Uh, would you like legally change your name to Nathan Poet?
0: I I don't know if I would go Nathan Poet. I'd probably go Nathaniel Poet if I was going to keep uh, like, a first name. Why Nathaniel? Uh, because I think it rolls off the tongue better, Nathaniel Poet versus Nathan Poet. I mean, if we're going to get into the, the specific I guess, things.
1: but no, but no one would ever call you. Nathan, Nathaniel, right? You wouldn't introduce yourself as Nathaniel. No, I would introduce myself as Poet. And everybody would be like, that's a strange name. Where, is that like a family thing? Where'd that come from? And then you gotta I, explain like, nah, nah. I'm like nah. It's an internet well, thing. <laughs> I'm like, well,
0: my father was a, uh, an elf and my mother was a human and she used to call me her little warrior poet. So anyways, now I'm a half-elf. Huh? Alright. We're going to get you a checked out. Here's a white jacket. This is weird. We're going to go. Oh, man. Look, and Billy, let's be honest. It, the only way I'm going to end up dating somebody is if it, if it happens in your D&D campaign.
1: No, we're not going to do that. Uh. I try to avoid that because it's bizarre. That would be- Although if I could get Liz to play, I would 100% have characters hit on her because then it's like not weird. Why would you have characters hit on your wife? Well, she's playing a character and I'm playing a character, so it's not really, you know, it'd, it'd be one of those scenarios where it's like so. It'd be this poo-poo. weird scenario
0: where three other people listen to you and your wife in foreplay. It's not really foreplay. I'm not like saying it's hundred percent
1: would be foreplay. It's just like no, it would be like a cute thing. Where like you know, when you watch a movie and there's like a real life couple in the movie, and you're like, oh hey, it's them. They're they're t-. like, did you see that uh, the Santa Chronicles back at, around Christmas? Of course not. No. Yeah, I didn't think so. But I thought it was worth asking. Well, at the end of the movie, uh, you meet Mrs. Claus for a scene, and it's Goldie Hawn, who is Kurt Russell's actual wife, or like significant other. I don't know if they ever got married. But it's like, oh, that's cute. That's fun. You know, So you'd be like that, where you're playing Dungeons and & Dragons, and you know, Liz is playing a character, and I was playing a character, and it's like, yeah, hey, how's it going? And then, you know, I'm always into her, and she's not into me, and we just laugh. I, I well, I, it's I, it's but, funny you say like, that,
0: because I suspect if Liz was playing D&D with us, and you did hit on her, she would instantly be like, Boy, what is you doing? Probably. Oh, man. That's why I love your
1: wife. Uh, so do I. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: man. Anyways, well, you want to call it a night?
1: Yeah, we probably should. I, uh, I know that she'll be home soon, actually. So.
0: Word. All right. I'm Poet. I'm Billy. Good night.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, classic! This is the outro. This is the outro. This is the outro for the poet and Billy Podcast Extravaganza.